Peace and blessings. It is your boy, Eli Rax, a.k.a. Vibes. And welcome to New York Revival, where not just sports, it's entertainment. And I'm here with my brothers, my compadres, my amigos. You guys know who the heck they are. I got Mr. Glass Half Full. That's Spee, if you nasty now. And I got my guy, El Jefe, right here, a.k.a. White Jersey, a.k.a. Blue Jersey, a.k.a. Damn it, Daniel. And then I mentioned, man, a.k.a. just because it's Tuesdays. And you guys know what I mean with that new video. Well, it's because it's Tuesdays. But anyway, guys, you know how it is. We are here, man. Right. We're going to jump right into it, man. We're not even going to go around the room because we already know we spent so much time with each other. Let's, Let's jump right into this, man. Let's, go. Let's get nasty. Let's get dirty, all right? Let's jump right into the fest. Man. What the hell? Let me wonder, before we jump into fan fest, what the hell happened to El Jefe at FanFest? Tell us, Hefe. What's going on, man? I was, I mean, disappointed is not even the word. All right. Um, in the car, actually, I, you know, I had a, a couple drinks the night before. <laughs> nothing crazy. Not enough. Right. I would never jeopardize fan fest. Right, of course. Right, but I had a couple. Yeah, this. I got through the day. It was early morning. I was up at six, six thirty. I, I muscled through with the kids. I did the thing. Mm-hmm. I was getting my shit together, got everything going, got some new New York Revival merch I was looking forward to handing out with a new logo that we haven't even released yet. Um, Y'all missed it. My man, my man TK comes over. We're, we're on the car ride. He's like, you're right, man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, something's not right. And like he had to pull over twice. I was like, just go. We're oh. going. We're going. Fighting like, through it. To, to the parkway, and I was like, mm-mm, bull over, bull over. <laughs> Dude, it's bad. It's Worst bad, feeling, bad, man. Bad, bad, bad. And, like, once Worst I was out, out the car doing the business, and I realized that it's, like, 90 degrees and, and humid, and I got to go, like, be on, you know, and yeah. go drink, yeah. and yeah. I was just like, yeah. people talk. I'm like, yeah. I, might, yeah. I might turn green if I go to this thing and start <laughs> trying to party. And I, I didn't know why or what it was. I don't want to get anybody sick or nothing. So right. I made a hard adult shitty decision and i decided to turn around and i've regretted it ever since i should have missed the hell out of you man i missed the hell out of you um i missed you everybody guys. was asking about hefe right he, like everybody hey where's everybody hefe? where's hefe? everybody we're like hey he's 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 had a, he had a tough go over there you know what you know what they, they were like man i think i know you guys but where's hefe i think he's you know that's the guy where's that the runs star? everything who's the, the, who's the star of hefe and i was like well Unfortunately, he couldn't make it. He's like, they're like, thanks, vapes. I'm like, all right, you're welcome, man. So, <laughs> so I was like, all right, you're welcome, man. So, you know, it was, it was pretty dope, man. Oh, but let's jump right into it, man, because me and Speed was there enjoying every minute of it. And we're going to jump right into it, man. We're going to talk about the scrimmage that happened, man. And shout out to everybody that we met, by the way. And uh, Speed, I just want to get your thoughts on that scrimmage game. And, we, of course, we're going to have El Jefe chime in as well. But let's just talk about the number one elephant in the room, I guess. What did you see from Daniel Jones, man? Tell the people. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it was. It, it's been like this all camp long. I feel like it's been one day up, one day down. We, one day up, one day down. And we got the down day. We got a down day. Uh, he looked off. The timing looked off. Um, he was overthrowing people. Uh, specifically, one play that we can talk about all the time. Um, we've been talking about it for, for uh, the week now. Uh, the Kenny Galladay throw, which you know we'll get into a little bit more, but it was a, but, uh, a little bit too much about it. But anyways, I thought the defense. I mean, Dibido looked great. Let's just let's start yeah. with the positive thing here. Dibido looked great. Daniel Jones, not so much. He's and I keep trying to preach this to everybody here. 
This is going to be a roller coaster for the next two weeks, at least three. And I said eight weeks. I'm, I'm like, I quoted, um, uh, I was talking to my man Authentic the other day, and I quoted uh, Bruce Arians. He said, it's going to take three to four games into the season for you to see the, the, the uh, uh, actual product that you could be happy of when you're learning, installing a new offense. So imagine all the shit for the last two years that Daniel Jones is trying to race from his mind, a new playbook, new, new steps back, new, new uh, you know, seven-step drop, three-step drop, motion everywhere. It was a bad day. And it was it was a forgettable day once we got in the stadium. Outside the stadium, awesome time hanging out with everybody. Was it not the think? same vibe as last year? Same vibe. Where the same tailgate, vibe. The tailgate was, was epic. Yes. And yet last year it had like the we're out of COVID kind of feel to it. Right. It was epic. just ready to rage. Right. <laughs> Tom, TK actually brought COVID to that tailgate. He found out the next day he had it. And Spiro, <laughs> you should have got it. I don't know how you didn't get it. We hugged a lot, too. I, I, don't, right. I don't know right. how hard you didn't get it. But, oh, God. It, e, what did you think, man? I mean, I, we met a lot of good people, though, right? It was fun on that aspect. Of well, it. listen, Fan Fest was amazing, man. Freaking, yeah. we met a whole lot of people, man. A whole lot of fans of the Revival. So shout out to them, man. It was truly amazing because that was my first time heading to a fan fest like that, to that nature. Mm-hmm. Usually I kind of went with the family, stuff like that years ago. But heading there as Eli Rex, a.k.a. Vibes, heading into that and as what New York Revival has became with was surreal, man. Like, I didn't I didn't grasp the idea of that people wanted to shake my hand and take pictures. So just that was humbling in itself. So I had a great yeah. time, man, especially meeting Bobby Skinner for the first time, LPG for the first time. And I talk to these guys all the time, but just meeting them face-to-face pre-COVID, uh, after COVID, forgive me. Um, it was just an amazing thing. Uh, even down to the scrimmage, I, I was sitting there with my cousin on the left, Spee all the way on the left with Pest as well, and 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 uh, just speaking with my guy, Nikki. Me and Pest got and, after it. Got what, after bro? It. We're, I'm, I'm, we're breaking down cover ones, cover zone, what the defense was doing. And yeah. I have to tell you, man, I have to agree, man. Just watching Daniel Jones, it was very um, – in lack of a better word, it was underwhelming. It, it was um, it. kind of a concern because when you look at it, if if this was, and I told people, if this was an open competition, right now, my man, uh, uh, forgive me, uh, the, I don't know why. Tyrod Taylor. Like, Tyrod, 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 Tyrod Taylor, Taylor yeah. forgive me. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor can, can easily, you know, have be competitive to Daniel Jones. If this was open, if the, if the coaches said, you know what, this is going to be an open QB competition, Tyrod Taylor can actually make a case for himself because he looked great in that pocket. He moved around. He extended the plays as much as he could. Um, you know, his accuracy, of course, is, is still an issue, but Daniel Jones looked just as bad as far as accuracy is concerned. Uh, Daniel Jones improved on a couple things, guys, and the one thing he improved on was running. As his time went off in his he head, he scramble. understood that he scrambled yeah, really? well. He did it Not extremely well. Not even scramble. He avoided yeah. the rush and kept his eyes downfield. You don't see Daniel do that much. Like, really? No. This was it was a little, was yeah, it was a little sketchy at times because he looked, he looked a little, but you could tell there's a focus now of moving around and moving him, keeping your mm-hmm. eyes downfield, which Correct. that was, if you're going you to take nothing else on that, that's a positive. That's a positive. But here's another thing, too, that Daniel Jones has to work on. He's still staring down receivers, right? And he's still holding the ball a little bit too long because there were some plays where they got to that quarterback. That defense looked really fun to watch. That defense looked like they're fighting. Leonard Williams is going to be a monster this season, Oof. man. Oof. I really do think so. Like Leonard Williams help. is causing havoc. And then you yes. still have Thibodeau that has great burst off that line that could get to the quarterback as well. So that defense looked pretty good. And you know what? The one thing I thought I was concerned with when I put a tweet out, 
that cornerbacks, man, they actually stepped up pretty well and held it down a little bit there on the short mm -hmm. yardages. But when it came to the deep ball, they was getting cooked. So that's another thing that they have to look at as well. But overall, man, FanFest was amazing, man. Forgive me for dragging this thing out too long. But overall, no, the experience was, was great. great, man. But there's a lot of things taken from that scrimmage, which we'll go into a little bit later. But, gents, I I'll say this. I'm going to say one thing here. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, again, I don't know if this is the way Dable rolls or not. Um, you think there's any bit of – they didn't run a ton of motion, if I was, like, looking correctly. You know, I didn't see any jet sweeps. I didn't see any wildcat. Um, is is no, it no, is it a little no. bit of uh, you think like let's hold back and not really show everybody what the what what we're gonna unleash on everybody in the next couple of weeks? You know. Oh, it was definitely situational. Yeah, it was situational right. football. You know, I think they yeah. were putting the offense. And again, guys, when we talk about because a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh, well, you're bashing." We're not bashing anything. It's just right now, if we take everything that we see right now, of course we're gonna criticize and give you guys what our thoughts are. Of course For we sure. understand this is a very vanilla offense. You know, it's an install. So to get back to what Speed is saying, we of course this is situational football. They just want to put the offense in an uncomfortable situation to see what they can do. And that's exactly what I took from it. Is that all right? They put the offense because mostly the defense was cover one man, mostly that entire you know practice there. So they put these, mm -hmm. these the, the, the offense in a situation to see what they can do. And um, either they they did their thing or they crapped the bed. You know what I mean? But, of course, right. they didn't they didn't release everything all in one shot at that scrimmage. But, you know, I, I, I can't wait to see what more they could do. I am happy to hear you guys say that Jones was a little bit quicker on his feet. Not necessarily, you know, design running plays, but uh, right. extending plays, right? If the pressure – if the pocket breaks down, he skips out, and you give him time to find – Wandell and Tony, Wandale, those Tony, guys are yeah. going to be open if you extend plays. I think that trait alone is going to be a huge factor in how this season goes for Daniel Jones. If he's able to Absolutely. kind of master that, like almost I'm, I'm using this name not to compare, but just to say Aaron Rodgers is so good at this oh, is yeah. extending the play. He's not like a threat to run with his legs, but he can move if he has to, but he's, a, he's great at getting out of the pocket and then slinging it yeah. like, which is the flick Eyes of the wrist right? all the time. Right. Yeah. That's if he could just take Jones a little bit did. of that. Yep, and it, whenever Jones was running, he was running to take off and run downfield. He was not looking up. He kind of like he, he panicked and he's out. Which you know, young quarterback that that's happens. In, and yeah. it's funny. That's exactly what I thought. Like some of the yeah. plays that he ran were designed. Don't get me wrong. There was certain play like plays on there that was yes, designed for him to run. But there was like I gotta run and I gotta do something. It wasn't like mm -hmm. fluent enough to where he can extend the plays because when he did try that, he overthrew it. You know, right. I think he missed a Wandale in the right. corner of the end zone going down where he kind of overthrew it and Wandale couldn't catch it. Uh, I think that was one of the plays, correct me if I'm wrong, Speed. But it was just mm -hmm. like, man, he just couldn't – Like, it was like, all right, it's it's coached. And I was, I remember telling the people next to me, man, and I was like, yo, Daniel Jones is a coachable coachable quarterback. He doesn't have the if natural thing, instinct. Yes. If there's one thing he that. is, it's coachable. <laughs> it's, he's coachable. Like, if you tell him, hey, man – Five seconds, throw the ball. He's going to do it. But to have that natural ability like an Aaron Rodgers to go, man, I got to tiptoe back just a little bit to extend the play. Right. He doesn't have that. Or Pat Mahomes. And that's what I think Even is Eli had the elite. He, Even Eli, Eli always right? move around the pocket. And he will always find He wasn't going to run. Right. In the, was, in the good years, run. yes. He had no yeah. choice Actually, in the later years. but Yeah, yeah. He had to duck and, and throw. You know right, what I mean? But even then, that. it was accurate. Yeah. You know what I mean? But – Eli Manning, like, even he had that little fluidity in the pocket a little mm -hmm. bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is what separates elite quarterbacks is how they take they can extend plays. And that's a whole other subject that I won't get into. But just seeing that, I'm like, man, 
He still has – the fact that he does take off a little bit is awesome. That shows, okay, they coached him to do that. But, again, right. it wasn't it fluent to where he just thought – no, yes. it didn't look natural at all. It was just like five seconds is up, I got to run because the right. coaches told me. You know yeah, what I mean? And so, you can tell they're beating it into his head. They're like yes. three steps and then move around. You like feel the rush. And he's never had to do that before. Like I feel like the other ones, the other coaches didn't really tell him to do that. They're like take the sack or throw it away or don't, you know, don't throw it into coverage. He is relearning everything, everything from the, the the and you could tell he's throwing off his back foot weirdly. He's 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 look, he's thinking too much. You could tell absolutely that's why I try to tell everybody just Deal with the bullshit right now, because there's a lot of bullshit that's gonna happen. Judge and and fucking Garrett, they had shit in his mind for two years, and he did what they told him. Exactly Don't put to the, the ball in harm's way. Never do it, and Safe he didn't football. do it to his detriment. To his detriment, and now we have the guy saying, Dave saying, rip the rip the bandaid off, put the ball in harm's way. Like imagine, like a, a, a total change of mindset, opposite change of mindset. This guy has and, to re- and recalibrate. You got to unteach him and, before you teach him. Yes, exactly. And Hefe, we'll ask you about camp too because you actually sat down in camp. But yeah. when you look at Tyrod Taylor during that, that scrimmage, you see him move like it looks fluent. Like it looks like yeah. he knows the playbook. He looks like a veteran quarterback. And to say Daniel Jones isn't, I, I can't say that because he got four to five, four years in the league now. Like at this point, you, you're not a veteran. You should kind of get this thing going a little bit. You know Here's what I mean? Like so, the quick, the quickest trade. I would just say the difference between the two at the practice I went to last Wednesday was that when DJ went back in the pocket, he was kind of he kind of looked like, oh shit, like where am I panic. supposed to go with yes. the ball? Whereas <laughs> yes. Tyrod was like, yes. deep, I know Smooth. where I'm going. Yeah, and like you know, yes. And, that was kind of just the easiest way to to break the two apart, and like DJ ceiling, we hope is much much higher because we know what Tyrod Taylor is. Well, that's, but in that's, terms that's of their the comfort thing, level, right. that's that's what it looked like from the bleachers. That's all. I mean. And so, is there and any bit of uh, second unit difference? You know, like you're 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 dealing with the second unit defense. You're dealing with mm-hmm. not not the you're, you're you know. There's yeah. a little bit of that. I don't know how too. much of that, but a little bit because <laughs> Thibodeau is in the backfield every, every right. play. <laughs> Every single play, yeah, which is either getting held, he's either getting held or he's in the backfield. That's the offensive line is still a concern for me because they were penetrating, it's gonna take holding, they were, they were, so it takes some time. Now, listen, guys, we're not pushing the panic button, we're not pushing the panic button. We understand this is a progress, you know what I mean, or a process. But man, like just just taking what we saw is like, ooh, they got some work to do. And I don't know if it's gonna be week three or at the at preseason. They gotta figure a lot out before the season. They need all the reps. They need every last rep. Let's talk about that because Dave's unlike dumbass judge and and Garrett is like these starters are playing. They need to get Mm -hmm. every snap in. We need every single rep. Every single rep counts from now until week one. Like I don't care if they're playing against the fourth stringers that are not going to be NFL players. Doesn't matter. I want them in the games. I want them in for at least a quarter, almost uh, almost every game. Like absolutely, I can see first game maybe a, a series or two. After that, quarter, half, every game, half, half, half. You know, like uh, do it, do it. And and Hefe, correct me. I mean, you looked at camp and everything. I just want to go touch on Saquon Barkley a little bit, the guy that mm. everyone kind of almost forgets about. Tell me what you saw about Saquon Barkley because through that scrimmage, I'm gonna give my and me and Speed's gonna give our opinions when we see. But just tell me and take the people through what you saw in Saquon Barkley as well. He looks so ready to break out. I don't know how else to say it. The dude, 
It looks like a tank out there. He's he's so light on his feet. The one thing I liked that he was doing, you know, there wasn't any dancing in the backfield. There was one cut and up. And granted, I know that this wasn't heavy tackling. This wasn't real football. But on plays where they got him in space and he made one cut and turned up field, he's got that gear back. He's completely got that gear back where it's just like, see ya. Like, he's, he's going mm-hmm. to be a home run hitter again. And I think, and what I saw in practice when they got in the red zone, they were going like four wide, bringing Saquon yeah. from the right side to the backfield and then moving him out to the left. So the defense was like, what the hell? Like the defense was like bringing blitzes and Saquon's walking yeah. into the end zone. So they, they're going to be so much more creative in the red zone. And Saquon is going to be a huge, huge part of it. And he looks we're already get hurt again. Enough. We're yeah. ready to get hurt again. Like, I don't care. Like, let's, let's just Dude, let it go. At practice, he let made me a believer, which is why I put this jersey back up. Yes. I, I'm uh-huh. like, I don't know if he's going to be a giant next year. Nobody knows. But I am, I am rooting for him big this year. He worked his ass off to get back healthy. Stupid ankle injury. Now he's back again. But he's healthy. There's no yes. doubt about it. And he looks ready. Looks ready to run. You know what helps? Saquon Having looks a big amazing. Right tackle. Big oh, right yeah. tackle in the, in the red zone, ready to maul people. You see that video, Neil, the other day? Just taking – I forget who it was. It was Quincy Roach, I think. Took him 15, 20 yards into the into the end zone and just deposited him into the ground. And that is what's been missing. Um, now you have two guys that could do that, with uh, Glowinski in the middle. Like, you know, they have some thickness in there now. Some They've been creating holes. I don't know. Listen, they've been creating holes else for Saquon. Do yes. Hands Eli, down. Like, Eli, Saquon real looks quick. amazing. We we opened up the lines and we got a few people. Yeah. I know we yeah, have our special guests. In. Yeah, that's why I want to definitely, definitely. Yeah, let's get some callers in, man. I know we've been talking a little bit, but guys, let's get your opinion. Don't forget to hit that link. It's a call-in show, so call in, give us your opinion, yeah. especially on this topic before our guest comes in. But who's the first caller we got? So I know we got Nate and Monty back here. I'm just gonna pop on uh, Jared real quick. Um, I'll let him introduce himself because this guy I met him uh, recently on the Shakedown show. Are you the producer? Yes. Is that the official yeah, title? Are you yeah, the producer? The producer. Yeah. Well, go ahead. That's man. why it's looking so dope. What's going there, on, man? man? How are the you guys? Yours. Go man, for thank it, you. Man. Thank you for joining the show. How's everything? I know he popped in and out on the shakedown. Shout out to the shakedown, man. Pie. That, that's yeah. awesome, yeah. man. So yeah, man. What, thank you for coming on, man. What you got? Well, two things I had to say, El Jefe. The the November rain parody was so great. I, I mean, as a giant, I'm old enough, you know, like that that music is 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 relevant to me. Um, this is not Kadarius Tony. This is Mark Bavaro. Yes, uh, it's um, good either way. Yeah, uh, OG89. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I I just had to thank you for that, um, <laughs> and thank you guys, all of you. For coming on our show I, I and i came in to support you guys and just to say hey i saw you had collar i was like let me cop pop on and just say hey man revival we love you new york giants content creators can work together and do great things yeah, together, good. and we can appreciate what you guys are doing man um and i agree with everything you guys were saying the o-line scares me the defense looks awesome i'm not going to talk about the quarterback because i think it's <laughs> chicken shit and lazy so uh hopefully i can swear on your show oh yeah i'm just drinking water because you know i spent 25 years in the military so i've i've drank enough for a lifetime so. you, man. Uh, you so uh, thank you for your service. service that's it guys that's all i wanted to say i just wanted to pop in and just say hey keep doing what you're doing uh support you and uh thanks for the content you're putting out there we love you thank you man we love you man thank you i appreciate you appreciate you brother peace peace 
Thank you, man. Good man. Good Let's man. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Good man. This guy was ready to rock. Big Nate. What's up, my dude? Yo. Oh, what is good? What's up, guys? We got the like, goat in here. Guys, uh, just since you mentioned it. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Listen, guys, I'm ready to be hurt again, okay? Ooh, I'm ready yeah. to be hurt again. I, I, I have traded for him in the two fantasy leagues that I have already drafted him because <laughs> I'm a psycho. Smart. Smart. <laughs> and I am ready to believe. I'm ready to be hurt again. I'm ready to just uh -huh. endure that pain in week four when he tears his other ACL. Oh. I'm ready for it this time, okay? <laughs> Why would you do that? All right. Don't but, uh... do that, Nate. Don't do that. <laughs> that's, that's not cool. <laughs> but, Nate, yeah, give us uh... your thoughts, man. What's going on? Well, I mean, first, you, you guys where are... are you going? Where are you going? Or where are you coming from? Because okay, we so... whole... Yeah, let's tell us <laughs> about that. some boxes going. No, I like, yeah. I like the decorations. Like cl you building a clubhouse? What is that, man? L listen, guys. Uh, I, <laughs> I am coming at you. <laughs> I, I am here in uh, sunny Florida, where I just moved to. So uh, hey, I have I, I drove 1,500 miles in a day uh, about three three weeks ago, give or take. And uh, now I'm here in the new home for the next nice. six months, which is uh, my parents cool, are man. my parents are waiting for their house situation to get worked out. So we're in an apartment. And then uh, hey, in seven days, I'm going to college. Awesome. Wow. Oh, let's go. You're about to start college, right? Uh, yeah, first year. All right. Quick, trade uh, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please. I'm going to uh, FAU in Boca Raton. Nice. Oh my God. I'm right Deerfield Beach, uh, so I'm gonna be hitting you up a couple of times, man. Uh, we're gonna have you're gonna show me around, and I'm gonna have oh, yeah. relive oh, yeah. my, uh, my old college days. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I got you. I got you. But uh, yeah, I think y'all were y'all were hitting it in the head earlier with the run blocking on Saquon. I mean, I've said this before. People don't seem to remember this man in his entire career. High school, college, NFL has not a single time ever had a run blocking offensive line. Not once. Mm -hmm. Not like mm -hmm. a good offensive line. I mean, just a competent run blocking offensive line. Even when the Giants' offensive line in spurts has been decent, it's been the pass blocking that just hasn't been atrocious. Right. The run blocking has continuously been garbage. Now right. we've got what seems like some pretty good run blocking going on up front Jeez. camp. And it looks like Saquon is actually hitting those gaps, which is fantastic. So, if all goes according to plan, which and, it never will. And no dancing, Nate. We didn't see yeah. any dancing, Nate. That's the great yeah. part, too. There was no I dancing mean, when he run, ran over Aaron Robinson. I'll tell no, you listen, that he's no. saving the dancing for the end zone. We're good with that as Giants fans, yeah. all right? Hell yeah. But uh, if he can just keep that head down, stay healthy for the love of God, we yeah, should please. have enough of a run game to buoy that passing game, hopefully and not get us absolutely killed in that phase of the game. But you never know, obviously, with Daniel Jones, the subject of the stream, which just absolutely kills me. Uh, you never know what's going to happen there. We have a lot of questions we're going to answer this year, which I know I was in the, the space with our boy, Jeff A, intentionally pronouncing oh, it that way. In the space, they introduced him as Jeff A, so that's his name now. Yikes. Uh, we got Jeff A and Vapes. Love me some Jeff A. Jeff A and Vapes. Yep, that's yep, that's yep. our boys up top here, <laughs> but uh, I, I was uh, yeah. there, not Spiro. There, 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 there you go. There you go. That's the boys. Butchered. That's that's the New York Revival boys. But uh, yeah, in, in the space with Hefe, we were talking about this, and uh, I'm just excited to not have to listen to this god awful, unbearable argument anymore. Because at the end of the day, once this season is over, thank God. It's done. We will no longer be talking about Daniel Jones' arguments in the present test. Yeah, we will have the answer. Yes. 
No way, whether it's one way or the other, whether it works or it doesn't, whatever you think, even if he's it's going to be over. Even if right. he's decent, it's over. Like, probably, we will have you know, like, the answer. It's, it's he's done. He's not under contract next year. So like, right, we will exactly. have a definitive answer. This, I mean, mm-hmm. the worst case is a franchise tag because he does good. <laughs> but not. Right, right. I doubt that but, very but, much, honestly. But, I doubt and, it, and, too. But. Really? So I'm not saying that. If, and I'm saying this to you guys now. And, and tell me, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, of course, give me the answer. But um, he gives you his rookie numbers plus two no. more touchdowns. No. Franchise tag? Already no. Okay. Mm. Then who? What do you mean, then who? Here, it, again, there's so many Whoever factors. The QB look, look, at, look at the okay. look at the numbers. Okay. I, but look at the wins there. Like if he gets eight wins, you are you're probably missing out on, the, or you're trading trading all these picks to, to move up. So it's a tricky situation. And the, it, it is. I wish here's, here's my thing. before free, uh, you know, before free agency. Right, a lot of people like, always wish that. Yeah. I mean, this is another thing I said in the space with Hefe. The nice thing about this is that. Everyone always asks the question about Jones, and they couch it in this question of what does he need to do, and they always ask it in the frame of how many touchdowns does he need? What are the the stats you're looking for? How many wins are the Giants going to get? But Mm -hmm. we all know, we know this beyond any doubt, we know that one way or the other, when Daniel Jones plays hopefully 17 games this year, probably more like 15, but if he gets a nice long chunk of season and we actually see him play in this offense, it doesn't matter what the numbers are. We'll know. Simply mm-hmm. by the eye test. Yeah. We'll Absolutely. know from how he plays. We'll know from how Dable talks about him. We'll know from just how the offense functions. So I think looking at this, a lot of people try and couch that in what are the numbers he needs to get? How many wins should the team get? And by the way, wins are not a quarterback stat. I'll die on that hill. But yes. that's beside the point. Anyway, yes. all those numbers that people throw out, it's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just not <laughs> what the real point day. is here. We know. We will know whether Jones is going to stick around or not. We'll know if he played well enough to. And you know so who this else? Is interesting. Gabe's and Kafka. Gabe's and this, Kafka will know even more. This is interesting Absolutely. from TK because think about it, like, what does he have to do? I don't, he, I don't, I don't think, think it's possible for him to, I don't think, I don't think he can play well enough to earn an extension. You know what I mean? Like for them to really? say, because, because, because quarterbacks paid so much money, but he's like, he doesn't, he doesn't have it yet. Like yeah. from scrimmage, from camp, he doesn't have it down yet. I don't Listen, care if it's let, just practice. Let, like it's it's possible to look good in practice. He doesn't. It's possible no, he do, to look he good in the scrimmage. Man. He didn't. So he's not. It's not just going to all flip when they have a real pass rush coming that they are allowed to tackle him. You know yeah, what I mean? like, and, yeah. Sorry. I, I think what you're pointing out is very valid, and we're looking at this from the frame of like obviously the question does deserve to be asked as it always has been: Is Daniel Jones going to play that well? Like that's the main thing that we've been talking about for three goddamn years now, but. I think when you're looking at it from this year, the point Hefe makes is good. The the deck's stacked against him. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. Like, he does not have to do from this point in his career what another quarterback at a similar point in his career would have to do in order to secure a spot. He has to do a lot more than that. Because like you point Mm -hmm. out, the economics of the league are such that a decent quarterback that a team settles for as their franchise guy is still going to get paid like 25% of your salary cap. Like Kirk Cousins contracts every year, he's signing a new deal because they won't move on from the guy because they think he's good enough, (laughs) he's not the problem, et cetera, et cetera, whatever you think about it. But even when you're you're settling for that like bottom of the top 10, top of the top 15 guy, you're still paying him a massive amount of your salary cap. And Super Bowl champions almost never – 
have a quarterback getting paid a ton of money. It's just not that common. You look at what Tom Brady did for years in New England. He was taking salary cuts. And then you look at the guys that are winning Super Bowls. They're young quarterbacks on cheap deals with the exception of the Rams, who are absolute dark wizards of the salary cap. So from that perspective... It's yeah. tough to see Daniel Jones play like I, I thought you were going to say something a little different. I thought you were going to say I can't see him playing well enough for uh, a franchise tag, which I think that's impossible. I don't think you can play well enough to get a franchise tag because the franchise tag doesn't make sense in this situation. Brian mm. Dable well, it's just it's came the in down the road, it's right? The and and the road Brian Dable mm-hmm. and Joe Shane came in, and if you don't think they have a plan, you're out of your mind. This right. is a guy that came in, he evaluated the situation, and he's saying, okay, with Daniel Jones, we're going to give him this year. We're going to give him the opportunity to absolutely blow us out of the water. If he does, fantastic, more power to him. That's one less draft pick we have to make. But in, unfortunately, the very likely situation where he doesn't, and let's be real, he's been screwed out of that chance for a lot of years, in the situation where he doesn't, we know what NFL stands for. It doesn't stand for National Football League. It stands for not for long. And Daniel Jones, whether you think he got screwed or not, and I think a lot of people will agree that he got screwed, John Mara certainly thinks so, whether you think he got screwed or not, he might not have much longer in Giants blue. So You're right. I think You're it's, right. it's tough to look at this and, and be expecting Daniel Jones to come back next year. You no, can hope for it, yeah. but I don't know. They're going to put like... this team on Saquon Bar- Barkley's back. Let's be honest here. If, Maybe. I'm, again, we were watching the scrimmages and then we're doing pass situations heavy, but I'm just like, they're just resting Saquon because, again, right. guys, this is going to be a run offense first. They can't put the ball in Daniel Jones' hands, not for what I saw just far, this far. Just, I, I just don't see it. I just don't, hey, and I'm, and I'm we'll playing devil's we'll advocate when right. I say, hey, would y'all guys sign them for rookie numbers? I, I'm playing devil's advocate here. But if you guys look at the – and Nate hit it on the head – the simple eye test, and I'm all going by the eyes of the Joe Burrows, of, of the Mahomes, of, and I'm comparing them. Yes, they're different guys, but they all kind of have the same nuances within each other, right? Daniel Jones just don't have that, unfortunately. And, no. and, and shout out to the Daniel Jones truthers. Guys, I get it. You want him, I want him to be the guy. I'm rooting for him to be the guy. Giants will be the eye I hope I hope I'm wrong on this. I hope I'm eating crow for the entire freaking Same. season. Same, but I just don't see it. And I, I, I and, I'm and, with you. And I you love. I, I'm team first, not Daniel Jones first. I'm right. the New York Giants first. I'm you know, Pess says you. it best. Pess says it best. He says, "I am not married to a player. I'm married to the team." And that for is sure. the yeah. best way I've heard it put. Because Daniel Jones. We want him to be that guy. We, we so do. It saves you a first-round pick next year, and it means that you have your quarterback in place to start off the rebuild. It would be just absolutely fantastic. The difference in having a quarterback versus not at this stage in the rebuild is massive. Like, no one would look at you and say, I don't want Daniel Jones to be a franchise quarterback. And if they are, they're an idiot. But the problem is it takes so much this year for that to happen. It would take so much not going wrong for that to happen. Injuries to receivers, Jones figuring it out immediately from day one, the offense clicking under a completely new staff and guys that really haven't been in their coaching positions before on this offensive side of the ball, and that's something a lot of people aren't talking about. When you're Mm -hmm. looking at this team, there's not just so much that has to break right. There's so much that doesn't have to go wrong. And with the Giants... It's been going real wrong for a few years here, and we Little still bit. have that goddamn turf. Nate, uh, Nate, uh, go follow Nate. What's your yes. hand? Is it Nate Talks Football? What is Nate your Nate Talks Football. 
Nate talks football. Simple enough. Nate. Feel free to hang out in the back, Nate. Thank you for stopping by. Yes. I still say you got to get you got to get your own podcast. Going. Oh yeah, I, I'm Heck planning yeah. on it Heck once okay, I get myself uh, set good. up in a room that doesn't look like this. No, it looks great. Um, <laughs> shout, out FAU, shout out Nate, man. Yeah, Thank you, Nate. He gets it. He gets it. All right. Nate's, a, Nate's a good friend of the show. Feel free to Hell hang yeah. out or pop on you, later if we're still rolling, but we want to get to our special guest. So thank you, Nate. Thank you, Talk Nate. I appreciate you. Um, of the Giants Wire, Mr. And we do have C's. Yes. We have Monte. You guys hang out. If you're able to, we will certainly get to you. But we want to bring on John Fennelly. Eli, do you have like a special introduction? You're much better at this than I am. <laughs> no, not at all. Take it away. All right, this is on you, bro. Bring, bring him on up the hey, Giants. Hey, round of applause. Hey, hey. Round of applause. Shout out to the Giants. Wire. Thank you, John, for coming on. And shout out to the Giants Wire, man, for making this happen. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for spending your uh, Tuesday night with us. How's everything? Everything is just wonderful. Uh, John, we I'm need you to. ready to talk Giants. I've been doing it for 27 years now, so. Which this is, hat I'm wearing is actually the 1999 version. It's the 75th anniversary yeah. of the Giants. Wow. I wore it especially for you guys. Oh, hey, I appreciate it. Oh, man, it's great. Every, get it here first. Let <laughs> me tell you, every time a special guest come on New York Revival, we always get something exclusive for from them. So thank you okay. so much for keeping that tradition. I appreciate it. And that goes for all future <laughs> guests, hopefully. We don't plan it. It just happens. But thank you so much for being here. John, I, I add you in here because you're, you're a guru of film. You break things down for the Giants wire. Mm. There's been uh, recently a video that kind of went viral of uh, Kenny Galladay and Daniel Jones where Daniel Jones kind of throws that thing <laughs> out of bounds or you just look like he was inaccurate. So I want to uh, give you a breakdown of what you think that video was and what happened and why does it look so bad to the public? You must, have, you must have seen it, right, John? Yeah, the, uh, the Mr. Glass half full version of that is that he was throwing it where only his guy could get it. The John Fenley version of that is that's a typical Daniel Jones pass. Oh, <laughs> hey. that's interesting. They drafted Ooh. him. I tweeted out, you can look it up if you can find it. Mm -hmm. I said, This is a colossal error that they're going to pay for for years. Oh, man. Don't take so, how do you really players feel? From Duke, you take basketball players from Duke <laughs> <laughs> or Dave Brown. So, they got yeah, it right. Point, Jason right? point, point. Yeah. So give me, no give, me a, give me a breakdown of what you saw in that play and why it was just a colossal failure. What what made it that per se? Well, he shouldn't have thrown the ball over that side of the field anyway. He's okay. covered. I mean, why are you even trying to try to, you know, is put it a possible window or thread the needle or having to throw it away? Look somewhere else. He doesn't check off at all. Somebody it, else had to be open. I, did, I mean, I he had he had a check down option somewhere else. A second right. later, he had a check down option. I know he felt he felt some yeah. pressure coming, but I I saw it, and I'm a Jones. I'm very critical of Jones. I'm I'm Same. on the, I think I'm, we all are. <laughs> I'm completely a, a prove it or get out of the way. I'm not a I'm not a Jones mm. truther or believer yeah. or anything like that. I want the Giants to win games, and we haven't won games with him. So that's how I feel about any player we haven't won games with. Um, but like I see that play as at the last second, he may have seen that Galladay was covered. The corner got a step on the on the throw, and he knew if he threw it to Galladay, that's a pick six. That's going the other way. He doesn't want that to happen at Fan Fest, so he throws oh, okay. it in the dirt away, not even where Galladay could get it because Galladay's <laughs> moving half speed. If, if that, like I just saw it as a throwaway, and and that specific play, that's how I saw that. And I'm I'll be happy to rip Jones on when he, when I think he. It sucks, doesn't but. help Hefe that he's staring him down. Yeah. Okay. You know you. you one of these with the ball gets that cornerback off that receiver. Mm -hmm. Gets him to stop or at least think. 
He just stares the guy down and throws it to him. I mean, Eli used to do that too. He used to drive me crazy. Threw a lot of picks. <laughs> you know, because and then the receiver has to catch the ball with his back to the defense. Yeah. And he can't, there's no yards after catch possibility. Well, here's, what, here's gonna, what I worry about. Um, because and what, I, what what we've been seeing in camp a lot of is that Kenny Galladay is getting zero separation right now. Zero separation, and everybody's just waiting on his curl routes and his little slants. And that's what that's another part that worries me because like you saw Adore Jackson just he was casually just staying with him mm-hmm. and and he was ready to pick that and go to the house. Um, you know, so it that that's the second part that worries me. For me, it was it was again. It was partly a throwaway, partly a bad play, partly a Kenny Galladay slip that made it look even worse because he was further away because his back foot slipped. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I think it was a lot to it was it was a lot of scrutiny for a random play on the fifth to tenth practice of, of the year, and, and we're just so ready to just just. And let me play devil's out. advocate too. And John, of course, you got we need your opinion on this as well. But I just want to play devil's advocate. It looked like it was a comeback route. Mm-hmm. To, to the ball and that Kenny Galladay slipped okay. trying to get back to that. Because I think it was a lazy route, and then Kenny Galladay wanted to go try to cut back to go back in as a comeback <clears throat> route, and it just kind of sailed away because he slipped. You, would you say that, or you're just saying, hey, it's an ever throw? No, that could have happened on the play too. But, you know, the thing is is that he locks into his primary receiver. Yeah. Stares him down. He's not open. I mean, what happens? You know, he's not throwing his receivers open. He never does that. You know, he's got to yeah, hit the guys you. while they're in motion. You know, not coming back to him. I mean, that's a terrible call. To John, John, I, I like, I like John's angle here. He's just straight, yeah. straight. I said it was I an like error business. in the beginning. It's an error today. John, is there <laughs> any chance Daniel Jones is a giant next season? Um. Well, I'll tell you what. If you franchise tag him, you know he's got to have Mahomesy numbers, and that's mm. not going to happen. Because then he only did it once, right? You're not going to give yeah. him an extension. He only did it once. Make him yeah, do it. You're again. looking at thirty million dollars for yep. one year, and they do have that's space. Quarterback but franchise money in 2023, maybe even more. Yeah. So he's not worth that. He wasn't <laughs> worth 22 this year for next year. No. So, but think about it. The, the Giants, I think, are number three in the league when it comes to uh, salary cap. They they have a, a large salary next, cap next up. season. Yeah, next mm-hmm. season. So you think that is on the table as far as keeping Dan Jones if he has, uh, let's say, Pat a little bit under Patrick Mahomes' years? You think that that's feasible for them to do at least well, franchise for one more? If they're going to keep him. They're going to you know sign him to a long term deal and you know defray it out, you know spread it out, so it won't be so oh, painful. I hope not. <laughs> you know, they'll yeah, give him a five year deal. But Give yeah, that's why. That's why I'm 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 a fan of the franchise, and I know a lot of people don't want to go that way. But like, I, I'd rather kick the can down the road one more year. And this is again, this is based on how many wins we have. Because if we have five wins, and you're in position, if we have six wins, you're in position to draft your quarterback of the mm-hmm. future. Yeah. If you get eight, seven, eight wins, you start worrying about hey. I'm I'm taking my chances at that point because all the good, theoretically teams, yeah. right yeah theoretically all the quarterbacks are supposed to be going you know before you at that point but it, there's so many factors here that yeah, I think the franchise tag comes into play because there's no chance I'm giving him more than a two year deal no chance like and and I I, I don't think um I don't think it, it works for either side so franchise tag maybe one more year if he puts up very a very good season together very good season let's 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 keep that in mind. Right. Um, that's that's why I think it's a, a, yeah, a franchise tagging a quarterback is not the best strategy, no matter no. who the player is. 
You're right, and it backfires. You're pay an enormous <laughs> amount of money for the one year. You're going to crush your cap. You're not going to be able to sign other free agents. Uh, you know, and and the quarterback doesn't want that. It's not yeah. like the quarterback's going to be happy with that. Yeah. I mean. I mean, it'll be a, a nice pay raise for Jones, but it's not like Jones is a nice know. guy. I feel like he'll be, he'll be like, yeah, sure. Dude, I keep saying it. that. Like, if you offer Jones ten million bucks a year to stay in New York. I feel like he'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, if you let him become a free agent, there will be a market for him. Uh, will. I don't know oh, yeah. how much he'll be offered, but there'll be about right, ten teams looking at him right now. Or if he has like that great year, if he. I don't, first of all, he's not going to have a great year. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Well, he just said, find out. You're, you're mean, about, hey, John, just, you're about to have good. your mentions go nuts right now. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I he's dead serious, this. too. I like, I like the kid a lot. I think he has a lot of talent. But, you know, having the natural, you know, the legs and the arm and all that, he's not a good quarterback. He doesn't understand <laughs> what he wants to do when he gets to go. He's not Justin Herbert. Yeah, something for, for a Duke guy, model, he yeah. sees something, he's going, that's it, I got it. Right. Oh, that's for All sure. Right? He's not Keenan Allen, guy. it's you. Spiro, Spiro, thank you for Jones just saying that. You, Spiro said, for a Duke guy, and you keep hearing all the time about how smart he is, but to be honest – I don't care what his SAT score is if no. he's not quick or at the pocket. If he can't dissect defenses and know where he wants to go with the ball, I don't right. care how smart he is. Then no, you're yes. not football smart. Like there's, no, I mean, different. you know, it, to, to me, he's got to show me a lot. He's got to show me that he has the improvisational skills to lead a team down the field without looking to the sideline. What's the next play? What's the next play? No, forget that. You know, you see a lot of great quarterbacks. I, Justin Herbert came into the league. When he got got into his first game, the Chargers were a mess under Anthony Lynn, the head coach. They were a mess. They had no offensive line. They had a lot of injuries. Keenan Allen wasn't there. He, was, he didn't have anybody. Won that game against Kansas City. Yeah. Took that game, took that team on his back in his first game or second game, whatever it was, won the game. And I said, yeah. that's what you want to see. That's the Ernie Yacorsi. Can you take <laughs> me down the field and win me the game? Yeah. So, Unfortunately, there's the only couple of the league and unfortunately there's a couple of those in the league and we and if, if freaking herbert would have came out one year earlier gettleman was ready to snatch him up wow. and then you know this is the way that our our lives have gone in the past decade but um you know i i, I listen i agree herbert is a diamond does it you, 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 you sorry not a diamond uh jones is a diamond dozen there it is can he be a, can he be a Tannehill? like can he be a Tannehill where if, if you put a nice unit around him he could function as a game, a slightly above game manager, and would people be okay with that? Would you be okay with it, Ryan Tannehill? No, see that the thing is, is that he's the sixth overall pick in the draft. Okay, that's you know Josh Allen was seventh, right? I think the year before. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the yeah, kind right. of guy you need. That's yeah, you, yeah. Next, you know, right. The the issue is, is you're not getting your money's worth there. Favorite yeah. comment of the night from and- Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah, he could be dumber than a bag of hammers if he throws fifty touchdowns. Like sure. exactly, sure. don't like don't Fox. care for you. <laughs> yeah. so listen, and, and, let me, and let me ask you this because this this is also another hot topic. A lot of Giants fans want Jimmy G. Right now, if you had the yeah. option, you're the general manager. You're Joe Shane right now, and you had the option to take on Jimmy G with his woes. Would you take on Jimmy G or keep Daniel Jones? In your opinion, John? Uh, Garoppolo. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't fit what the Giants want to do on offense. He can't move. Right. So you know he's a yep. he's a, a pocket passer, a stationary quarterback who gets hurt a lot. 
you're going to have to take on a big salary. And uh, what do you got to give up for him? I wouldn't give up more than the third rounder for him. Right. And he's just another. What is San Francisco has to get rid of him. He's not yeah, the answer. Right. And even like you said, if can Jones become a Tannehill, I think Tennessee is like we got to upgrade, right? Like oh, yeah. they've seen how far they can go. You need a quarterback, man. Like yeah, need, even the 49ers want to upgrade, right? The 49ers so, uh, knock out up- Super Bowls to her. They, exactly. they want an upgrade. Want an upgrade. So it's crazy. Uh, well, it, it's it, that's the part about being in quarterback hell. You have to be very bad to get your new your your top guy, or you have to have somebody fall that you take a chance on. Like you need that well, raw say, guy, me... like a Josh Allen, a Lamar Jackson, somebody mm-hmm. that you can take a chance on later. Yeah. And it's got to be a perfect moment. I mean, I hope it happens, man. I hope. Well, let me say this, John. Who's the better quarterback, Jimmy G or Daniel Jones? Oh, Garoppolo is so much better than Jones. Wow. Jones, you talking about? Dude, I think yeah, yeah, Jimmy absolutely. G is a massive upgrade over Daniel Jones. Oh, he's a great, he's a very good uh, quarterback. The thing is, is he's got to be in the right offense. That's that's he's the in the best thing. offense. He's got the best offensive yeah. coordinator in the league right now, and he's put up pretty pedestrian numbers. I, I, I don't I don't I don't get the love for Jimmy G. I'm sorry, that's well, just no, my my take. They, have a, they love to run the ball, and they, that's what they do. They have three running backs. They just pound the ball. He throws yeah. off the run. You know, he does a little play action. Uh, you know. He can move right. out of the way once in a while, but he, he's not a 21st century quarterback by any stretch. But he's he can, a, he's get, obviously, he was three points from the Super Bowl last year. So, yeah, well, he's in so a, John, obviously a, ex, ex, yeah, like yeah. way better situation. Like, it's not even close. He's in an ideal night situation. Night. But when he's in the pocket, he looks to, like he doesn't have crazy arm strength, but he looks very decisive. Yeah. Like, he yeah. knows what he's doing, he knows where he's yeah. going every time. He, he commands that, like, he took that team where they needed to go. Yeah. For what? What? Yeah. One thing I'll say. Intangible. Look what a great quarter coordinator did, did for Jimmy G. He's made him into a viable option. I, and I, you know, he I, again, I I am biased because I I don't think he's a great quarterback right now. But but a great offensive mind schemes up awesome offense, and you get open throws. You know, you get you get yeah. you get. When was the last time we've seen an open throw in the New York Giants offense? I. I can't yeah. even remember, you know. They don't know how to so. clear out a zone and they don't know yeah. how to, they don't know how to get mm. separation. The only right. guy who can Agreed. get separation is Tony and he doesn't know where he's going on his routes. <laughs> That's how he gets separation. Mm. Yeah. He got to work on his yeah. route running. I Harry, agree. Harry, I totally Harry, agree. Discipline player and he shouldn't have been taken in the first round either, by the way. Ooh. Hey, John is coming with the spice and I love it. That's what we love like about this. I like it, yeah. yeah. I love it. So let me let hey. me ask you this, John, and I'm actually this uh, this one question, and then we'll let you run. Obviously, it's getting late in the show, and thank you so much for doing this. Sure. But looking at the camp right now, who's your dark horse coming out of there that can have a potentially a good season? Oh, I I like a lot of their draft picks. I think they drafted very well. I think you'll see Thibodeau and Neal. Either one of them could have been the first pick in the draft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So they got both of them, which is amazing. Amazing. Um, Wendell Robinson. You know, we don't know a lot about him, but, you know, he could end up being a, a, a good player for them. You know, the whole thing is, is they got to give him the opportunity to, you know, get him the ball. Got to get the touches. Uh, the That's one what, guy yeah, that I like, right. well, Bellinger, of course, we like. Everybody likes Bellinger. And he's, yeah. he's showing why they they drafted him in the fourth round. You know, it was a, it was a very good tight end class this year. Mm-hmm. So people forget that, you know, if you're the eighth tight end taken, that's not a bad thing in this in this class. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It was very rich. He didn't show a lot of offense in college, but, you know, the coach was Brady Hoke, who used to coach at Michigan. Yes, yes. And Hoke was like, this guy can catch the ball. We just didn't throw it to him. 
They were run first, run second, run third. Yeah. He caught everything. The the one guy that I'm really uh, interested in seeing is is Darian Beavis from Mm -hmm. Cincinnati. He's kind of a big guy. He can play inside and outside. Um, I I think he has a lot of talent. And I think you're going to see him get a lot of reps uh, early on this year. And you're seeing it now in in practice. He's out there. Um, you know, he's just one of those guys who has a nose for the football. So I'm, I'm interested to see how he progresses. Agreed. Awesome. Agreed. Thank you so much, John, for spending John. your Tuesday night with us. Appreciate Please, it. everybody, go follow, follow John right now. You see his at right on the screen. He's from the Giants Wire. Of course we know the Giants Wire. We're a Giants community. Go <laughs> support their, their stuff as well, guys. And it's elite. Thank you so much for spending your Tuesday night with us, John. Thank you so much. Thank you for having Thank, me. You, Appreciate thank you, John. you for having me, guys. And good, have a have good, good season. Good luck. You're the man, thank John. You, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Appreciate Another you, John. One. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Take care now. Take care. Man, some hey, great stuff. Great stuff. I man. just want to say one funny thing here. So yeah. there's a there's a, a shady strip club by me. Out <laughs> my uh by the Poconos. Weird Leave transition, it. bro. Okay. Yes. Well, it's yeah, called, listen, it's called <laughs> Leave It to Beavers. Leave It to Beavers. And that, this is <laughs> I can how fun, how great is that name? How great is that name? And that's gonna be on a t-shirt. I, I, can't, spit my I can't get that out of my head when I see when I talk about Darian Beavers. I just can't get it out of my head. Oh, it's, it's well, a, now it's I'm a, never gonna get that out of my head either. It's a, so. hey, you know, I'm gonna take you know, with me. It's one of those like you know, you know, the grimy ones, but a fun time, a fun time. Leave it to Beavers. <laughs> Let, let's start a shirt. Leave it to Beavers, and we'll we'll have we'll have uh, Darian's face right on the middle. But I'm hey, I'm Darian Beavers' number one fan. He is Blake Martinez's possible replacement. Next year, watch Ooh. out for that. Keep that in mind. I want Blake to stay healthy, but if you could, if you could, if you could get rid of him in his salary, and a guy like Darian Beavers comes up and can replace him for three quarters of the play, that's a, that's a trade off that you might have to do. Me and Nate hey. are on the same page on this one. <laughs> this Leave is, it to Beavers, and so then right. like his likeness on the shirt, not his name because we're not paying for that, but his correct, likeness. Correct. It's true. I agree. It's true. <laughs> So, guys, um, let me go to one topic, and then we'll get to the last two callers. We'll make it quick as we're wrapping up the show. Um, we're going to go with a little bit of Darius Slayton, man, because me and Speed, mm. and I'm sure as you, El Jefe, uh, saw this past camp and his scrimmage. He's not just on the ones. He's on the twos and the threes. And, boy, did we see him struggle. So I just want to get y'all thoughts and also the caller's thoughts of what the hell happened to Darius Slayton, guys. And I'm starting uh, with you, El Jefe. But, Talk to me, man. Take it away. He lost his mojo, uh, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, the, the aliens took his powers from like Space Jam. Like it's, that's it's, what's happened. Exactly. He touched the think- ball. That was it. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking Austin Powers. Like the mojo Ooh, is yeah, gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but rookie year, you get a fifth rounder that comes out for eight touchdowns oh. and has rapport with you know, like him and Daniel Jones are running with the twos in camp. Eli was still there. We thought Eli was going to have a season. Not game three. Daniel Jones, you're up, pal. But yeah. yeah. You know, he turned Darius Slayton, and your team becomes so much better when you hit on those later round picks. So, like, that's why mm-hmm. we're all high on Darius Slayton. Got speed. He was yes. he was getting open. He had rapport with Daniel Jones, and I think DJ still likes him, with, and he has good rapport there. But Slayton just with these drops, just I don't know. He's and now he's getting buried because we got these younger guys that are just way more dangerous and and yeah. reliable. Like seemingly, like uh, Wandell Robinson is running consistently with the ones. That dude is getting mm-hmm. playing time from Jump Street. So um, he's. It's going to be interesting. I think he winds up probably making. The is he team. on a team? Is he on I a, think, you so. think he's on a team. Okay. I think I think he is because 
of that rapport. He's still on a rookie deal. It's not like it's a long-term thing. It's, you know, he's not expensive at this point. It's just, uh, I'd rather him over CJ board. If you're, if you're asking <laughs> me that. You, hey, you hey, never listen, listen. fail to throw a CJ board in there. And that's why I respect you. Hefe. <laughs> <laughs> Any opportunity, any opportunity. I love it. I love but it. I think, but gentlemen, he has to play special teams. And can he, I, forgive True. me. If no, I'm, well, no, he cannot. He cannot. He's not a gunner. He's on the bubble. Listen, yes. Just because Steven Ward and, and, is on special teams doesn't mean he's special or actually he's helping elite. us. So listen, I'm, I'm going to quote Michael Strahan. When we watched that scrimmage games, the ball was beating him up. We were like, beat him up, ball. No. Beat him up. They were beating him up, man. He was dropping balls left and right at that scrimmage. Free. Let me see, make some let sense of this. this. Let me say this. I will say this, and I've been a, a noted uh, Slayton kind of – not hater, but – I've been giving him a lot of shit in the past two years. A lot of shit. He's come on the past couple of practices. He's had some pretty decent catches. And um, I'm seeing less drops in the past couple of practices. He caught a bomb from Tyrod today. Yes, maybe, maybe, right. Maybe, maybe starting to feel the heat. Um, Imagine that. I I, I still think in a perfect world, (laughs) and and I've been talking about this with uh, some other guys on the chat here. um, Chicago Bears have lost two wide receivers yeah. in the past like three days. Send they them. have an offensive lineman in Jenkins uh, that we could use, an interior offensive lineman that the Giants Send could them. use. They, and he's falling out of favor over there. Let's do a little swapsies, you know? Let's do a little <laughs> fucking swapsies. And and um, I just hope that Slayton is showing up in, on, thir- on Thursday. Show, give me a TD. Give me one deep bomb. But then there's the other part of me that worries here because you got injury-prone Kenny Gade. Injury prone Kadarius Tony, who's already didn't finish the practice again today. You have, um, you know, I don't even know if Shep's coming back. There's so many injury prone wide receivers on here that Fair he, point. he's a he's a not the worst option you could fall back on if right. We know who the worst. Happens. We know who the worst. Yeah, option yeah, is. yeah. And he's in a better offense now. Oh, so yeah, CJ Board without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really it's not as easy as a situation as it looks like on the outside because again the injuries. But can you get a fifth? Pick? Would you be okay with a fifth round pick for absolutely, Slayton? absolutely? Yeah, kind of would be too. Hit the restart. Absolutely. Hit the restart on another That's what he's, exactly. That's what he wants. That's what he's worth. Because that's a that's a cheap contract that if you hit on. Uh. Yeah, Darian Beavers say, you know, like he's a, he was a six round pick. Like if you hit on that pick, you reset the clock with a cheap contract, and that is the name of the game in the NFL. So, listen, if, but if it's a seventh round pick, I'll take Darius my chances. Slayton is not getting no significant playing time, so give me that fifth rounder. Agree. That's what I think. You know what, Steve, I mean? what do you but, think, man? Uh listen, man, I'm just shocked how the fall just like, oh my goodness, like Darius Slayton was that guy at one point, right? I he was know. like, oh, we struck gold fifth round, and we struck gold. And boy, he fizzled out, man. He fizzled out. His hands just aren't the same. His vision he just isn't good. the same. That's um, why he was a fifth no. round pick. You're right. That's why he was a fifth right. round pick. He he was bad at, right. at, at Auburn. And I was like, oh, my man put like the elephant, the, the the glue from uh, what was it, Talking Giants when he uh, was wearing no. the... <laughs> little giants. No. Little, yeah, little, little giants. Sorry, not Talking Giants. My bad. My He's bad. a little giant. What is Icebox, bro? What is this? Yeah, Nick no, no. The, the receiver, <laughs> he but that's you know, why he was a fifth round pick. So. Yeah. Sorry, he decided to cut you off. No, don't worry, don't worry. But you know what, though? And, and, but you're absolutely right, Speed. And forgive me, man. I got to cater to it. He was good while he was there at that particular round. But now it's time to move on from him. He's showing exactly why he was a fifth-round pick, unfortunately. We thought he could be one of those special guys. And, unfortunately, he just fizzled out, man. And, and, and I hate to see it because he's such a great kid. But, again, 
we like the Giants. We can move on for certain players. But guys, you want to open up the phone line saying yeah. to call us yeah, for the last yeah. 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 Let's bring Monty. But I just real quick, did you guys see that fight that happened between uh, a couple <laughs> ladies arguing about Daniel Jones? This shit was wild. Yo. Yeah, yeah, let's see yeah, it. Let's did see you see it. this? Let's see that, oh, man. No, no. Let's see that. You know what, honey? Daniel Jones is trash and he's always gonna be trash. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Still should have waited for Herbert. Wow. <laughs> Dude, it's in these streets, it is dangerous. You, know, you can't talk, you you can't talk, talk about, about that's, that's how sensitive a topic Daniel Jones is right now. You you bring that shit up in the public, you're gonna get punched in the face. You better be, yep. better you be ready. That's where that lady yeah, needs to be locked up, up. All right, dude. DJ Truthers <laughs> are a scary breed. All right, you can't just like say shit in public. You better be ready. Monty, yeah, how we doing, my brother? What's going on, Monty? What's up, boys? What's going on, guys? What's going on, brother? Thank you so much for your time. I'm going to do the whole big thing for you, man. You a revival, brother. Come on in here, man. <laughs> what you want to talk about, Monty? You have yeah, anything man. on your mind? You have anything you want to talk about? Too. I wanted to jump a little bit on to that Darius Slayton topic. That was uh oh, Sills Army from the top there. rope. Let's oh, go. You know, you know <laughs> Get him out of the way, Sills. You know I want my boy to make the team, but <laughs> that. But I like I gotta say. For Slayton, you can't just get rid of Slayton. He's too valuable at this point. I mean, I know he's not what he used to be, but even him as a bench player is more, is better than most people's fourth, fifth wide receiver. But I, mm -hmm. I got to think there's a trade market out there. And like you guys said, like if you can get the reset button, get a fifth round yeah. pick. Mm. I get three, two, uh, two really good years out of Slayton, a Third question mark year ups and downs and yeah. get a, get your fifth round back. That's a win. Those those are the types of thing trip picks I'll sign up for all day. I mean, so, Darius Slayton has a highlight reel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, I could yeah, package that, I could package that up and sell it and just leave out the bad <laughs> shit. Hell yeah! I mean, listen, he's got some TDs under his name. He's he's got yeah. like he's got production in NFL, and that's what that's the tricky part. So it's like, all right, so where's your line? Like sixth round pick or seventh round pick? Are you saying no to the seventh? Or, you know, are you saying no to the sixth? Um, He's a fifth. You know, I think that's the yeah, best you can get so for fifth him. Fifth is your yeah. That's it. I, I can't go any lower. I think five's got to be it. Uh, this, is a, this is kind of a good point from Richard, hopefully related to Aaron and not Joe. But he yes. says uh, you better ball out in the first <laughs> preseason game, and like preseason could be the deciding factor for Darius Lynn because. Mm -hmm. If if, if like if Tony's uh, a little nicked up or whatever, and he gets some time with the ones, that could be his chance, and that could be the difference in him making the team or not. Like I do think he's on the bubble right now. And who's Agreed. the guy that takes the takes the, the top off the defense right now? Who is it on the, uh, in this wide receiver corps? You know, who can top? Who can top? Who can top off a D? Huh? <laughs> who knows how to top <laughs> off a D? I mean. you know, that was almost worse than the, the Will Presty and the yeah. I love the way he says the hard D. I'm like, oh, I love the hard D. Who <laughs> I love the hard D in there in Detroit. Like, whoa, pause. And Spiro's going down the line. It's hilarious. Shout out to Will Presty. Hey, by the way. <laughs> hey, listen. What's wrong, man? I, I, it just—it's facts, though. Like we don't have a burner, you know. We don't like like Tony is quick, but he's not fast. Uh, you have Wondell Robinson, quick, not fast. Galladay's not a burner, you, you know. It, no. it, Slayton is the guy that is your deep ball specialist, you know. And unfortunately, that's something you got to keep in the back of your mind. He opens up the field. We don't got John Ross no more. No, I'm kidding. I'm so okay. I'll mess with you. Go ahead. I'm I'm messing with you. You. No, but I mean, but he's that guy uh, to do it. Like. That's what we talk about taking the tops off defense, right? Pause, right? It's <laughs> just in case. Like, you're talking about the Slayton. You're talking about the John Ross, and we really don't have that. We really, really right. don't. To answer your question, Speed, you're absolutely right. 
And beyond you guys don't mind, Monty, hang, continue to hang out with us. And yeah. uh, I want to bring C's on. C's is, uh, C's is great in the Twitter spaces. I like this yes. guy. Come on, C's. Oh, yeah, C's. yeah. Come on, C's. What up, C's? C's. C's. What's going on, brother? I, I missed you guys' last couple of ones. And some, but, uh, yeah, man. It's, just, it's the same hey, right here. Have you back. What are you guys uh, drinking? Oh, I'm going Corona. I'm still, I'm still feeling summertime. I'm going Corona here. All right. I'm hey, going to uh, I got a spiked iced tea from uh, South Jersey Sea Isle. So I don't hey, know. I hey, like that. I, 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 hey, 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 yeah. All right, all right, guys. I ain't gonna hold you, man. I've been on my uh, my fitness kick, so it's just water mixed with Gatorade. That's terrible. Hey, I know. Yeah, you saw Eli at FanFest. Dude is jacked. Like you, you like, drink beer on I'm Tuesday good. and then get I'm looking light. like that. Sees, sees. Where are you at with Darius Slayton? So this is my train of thought. I think that we're thinking about it differently, right, guys? So. Darius Slayton was great when we had the um, Preston Parkers of the world on our team, right? So, right, when we had had the dregs of the world, we're signing guys that, you know, just came off the streets. Darius Slayton was a fresh of breath air. We were like, wow, you know, we got to throw the guy. We got to throw this guy the ball because we damn sure can't throw it to Evan Ingram. So, like, (laughs) when he – so when Darius Slayton was balling – it made sense, right? But when you look at the talent on NFL teams, right, your fourth receiver, maybe your fifth receiver, it's not a Darius Slayton. It's just not. So when I, when I look at him basically being with the threes, he's right where he should be technically, right? Because when you look at the way the wide receiver room is structured right now, you have Galladay, right? Solid, or at least should be solid. <laughs> Tony. Tony and Robinson, right? Early round picks. Those guys are going to be your yak guys. They're going to get the ball. They're going to move the chains, right? Then you've got Sterling Shepard that's going to come back, hopefully, as a mentor. Maybe even a He's looking good, though. He's looking good. Right. So I just, I just, I just, just starts in the summer. I just gave you four, right? I just gave you four, right? Those four guys, no special teams besides for Wandell and Tony on punt returns, right? Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to give you the homegrown talent that they brought over from Buffalo, which is Richie James, mm-hmm. who they're well familiar with and who they know and who they like. So right there, that's five alone. Five alone. Yeah. Right? I'm not even going to talk. I'm not going to talk cap. I'm not going to talk drop balls. I'm not going to talk any of that. Once you start to get better talent at the top, it pushes what once was the best talent to the bottom. So unfortunately for Darius Slayton, we've gotten better at wide receiver. So for him to still be on the team, it's kind of like we're going backwards. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Would he be a great six receiver? Absolutely. A great fifth. Absolutely. But if you look at the bills, man, they had Cole Beasley. They had uh, Gabriel Davis, Stephon Diggs. Uh, Sanders I, I, last year. Yeah, Isaiah McKenzie, right? Isaiah McKenzie was their fourth guy. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. See, right? makes some good points. So, and, like, so, you brought up Richie yeah. James. I'll just say real quick, I went to practice last week. That dude flashed, I would say, no less than three times, like, crazy fast. Right. So, He's got uh, some seriously. stats to his name. Richie, and when Richie I look James. at the team and I look at the makeup, right, <clears throat> and you guys hit the nail on the head. I loved it when you guys brought on John Fenley. I was agreeing with you guys in the background so much. Daniel Jones is not going to step aside, buy some time, and say, oh, my goodness, look at that guy running a post. I'm going to buy a half more second and fling it down the field. 
that ain't the way this offense is working this year, boys. It just ain't. As good as our offensive line could be, as good as I think that the run game will be, I think those deep shots, those um, those Jason Garrett type deep shot plays where it's like I'm calling a nine route and it's going it's going that way regardless. He had deep shots. <laughs> no, he didn't. no, he did not. You know what I mean? I just think that's ultimately the way the off. I think the offense will be a lot of 15 and ins, 15 and outs, a lot of intermediate stuff, moving the ball, you know, within 10 to 13 yards or 8 to 13 yards every single throw. Um, you guys asked another quick question. I don't mean to hold you guys up. No, I, 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 I love Jeez, what you got. I asked you that. Please go ahead. What do you want to talk about? What's your thing? And Monty, feel you know, yeah, jump yeah, in yeah. anytime. Ahead, we'll Monty. get back you to Monty too. Me, man. No, that's all good. Go ahead, Cease. I no, I was just gonna piggyback off of what you guys said. Literally, you guys have talked about Daniel Jones and whether or not he was going to um what was it get a get a franchise tag, right? I Be brought this up. I, yeah. yeah, I brought this up in another Twitter space. Um, if the Bears let go of Mitch Trubisky, why the hell would we want to hold on to Daniel Jones? Fair. Hmm. Fair. And yeah, it's Mitch who put together a twelve and four season. Right, I agree. And and they told Mitch bye. Beat the Packers and won the division. Right. They, and they told said goodbye. Mitch, Take your bags, move it along. Great point. So I, I, when I look at contemporaries and colleagues and who's on Daniel Jones's level, I think Mitch Trubisky. And if Chicago, who has been starved for a quarterback, that took a quarterback early in Mitchell Trubisky, moved on from Mitchell Trubisky. We need to move on from Daniel Jones. He's just not it. Right. Here's, here's what I'll say on that. And again, it, well, you're right. You're right 100%. Um, it's, man, it's so tough because there's so many factors again. And I, 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 again, what do you do if he wins nine games, eight games for you? Does, it, does the wins not matter? Do, do, you, do you try to run it back if he has a good season? And because like, you're not going to be in position to draft your quarterback and the free agent list out there, if you take a look next year, it ain't great. So are you just hoping upon hope that you're going to trade up for somebody or that someone falls or are you just if you do run it back with a guy one more year? That's that's where I get in this tricky situation. And I don't want to sound like a Daniel Tr- Jones truther here. Because I, well, I am kinda, very kind of smell like one. I'm just saying. I know, I know. <laughs> this is this is why this this keeps like I keep getting labeled as one. And I'm just trying to think of a situation that I don't know what's going to happen if he throws 30 touch uh, counts for 30 touchdowns, keeps his turnovers down, and they win eight games. What do you do in that think, situation? I don't. One. Everybody thinks that yeah, it's probably not going to happen. But no, no, no. no. I 24 gonna... in 12 games is rookie year. I, I, so I legitimately there. I legitimately think if this man went out through 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns, he's still gone. <laughs> no way. No way. And I'm not, I'm, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that from a position of it has he gotten better. I'm saying that from a position of I think that the GM and the coach are finally lockstep and they came in and said, it doesn't matter what this kid does. We're going so to. Why'd you bring him back, though? Why are we bringing him back then? At rookie all. deal, rookie deal, and who else? What, exactly. What yeah. else we? Right. What else are we gonna do? You could have drafted. There were there were somebody. There, there, uh, there was a couple quarterbacks who won the second, third round this year. I think this could, was a house money. Be. This was a house money year. I think I think the owner said Daniel the, Jones exactly. gets one more year. 
And exactly. unfortunately, they all had to oblige. They got their dream job. So they're like, okay, one year, fine. And then we get to decide and you can get out of the way. I hope I hope that's yeah, the this, case. Because you know how Mara feels about it. They're not going to try to fix Daniel Jones here. They're going to they're gonna say exactly how I think Hefe or you said, Mr. Glass Eiffel, is that, they, listen, man, we're going to see what this kid can do. Let him go out and yeah, succeed and fail on his own. Let and I think Caesar's right. If he does 50 touchdowns, we still have a whole picture of what Daniel Jones looks like. And it's going to be tough. For the truth is, yeah, you got you got people saying, hey, he's." I told you he was the great quarterback, but I really do think the Giants made their mind up and they're going to move on. You're absolutely right, Caesar. And, and, again, that's – I don't know. I, correct we'll me see. if I'm wrong. Again, I want him to be great, but again, to spend that much money on a quarterback position that only one year he's showing you something, it got like it got it better be through, he better be MVP. That's the it, only way they'll sign him. He better be MVP of the league. I think it's fool's money. It's kind of like yeah. Kirk Cousins. Like it, yeah. then you're gonna give him a lot of cash, and you're gonna get average production. Average doesn't win in this no. league. No. Do you think the Giants could be a Super Bowl caliber team next year, or? Uh, uh, let's just say, yeah. They, do you think with they can what win a playoff game next year? With what quarterback? Well, that's that's the, that's the whole well, question here. Because well, if, the if you draft a rookie, uh, uh, say if you if, if in the middle of the round, are you expecting that rookie to come in and light up the light up the the, the league and get you to the playoffs? Because it's got to be playoffs next year. It's got to be right. Mm -hmm. Like this year. All right, let's let's give him let's give Dable a break. Unfortunately, it's got to yeah. be close to playoffs. If not, like, you know, they got to compete at some point. Oh, man, that's a loaded question. Because if you're saying playoffs, then I just might as well play my boy Tyrod. Fair, fair. That's, that might be an option that I they think, do. I think he's better than Daniel Jones. Well, well I think we'll sorry. see. You're going to see this I'm year. Sorry. We will see because <laughs> Daniel Jones has yet to make it through a full season the, in his career. So mm -hmm. Tyrod's going to play. I wanted He's going to play. I just History to, says I he'll play. Question. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask what John Finley was on because I wanted to get his idea because I really think – I what here's the question. We're worried about Daniel Jones. We're worried about the wrong guy. The real question is, is what do you do with Leonard Williams – if he balls out, <laughs> right in that That's in that Calais Campbell in that Calais Campbell role, what do you do with his contract? That's the question that you got to ask yourself because now it's like, all right, Leo's what 27, 28? He's young do you still. Give, do you <laughs> yeah. give him another three or five year deal? Like he's he already wanted Aaron Donald money. Like yeah, what do you do with him? That yeah. I I I've been asking this across Giants Twitter. Like literally for the last two and a half weeks, and I'm like, "What do you do with that guy?" Yeah, mm. that's I love. I'm a huge, a damn good huge question. And he's fan, looking, so. he's looking great too. If he oh, has, if he has some help for once, I think you're going to see what he could do from a pass rush standpoint. Again, you, you you're looking at close to double digit sacks. I think you have to let it ride for next year. You have to bring him back in 2023, um, and then you just. You, you, you kick the, the the cap opens up for the Giants next Big year. Time. It opens Big up. Time. You could afford with a rookie quarterback. Well, there you go. There you go. And that's 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 something that another pro in the in the get rid of Daniel Jones, you know, hat. So you know, Leonard Williams is a contract you can't afford to maybe re up him another three years. You know, and he's still going to be only what you know, what uh, 30, 30, 32 by the end of that contract. Still a good age where you could still dominate. You know, so. 
Yeah. I'm so excited to watch Leonard Williams, man. He's one of my favorite Giants. He looks really the good. Best player on this defense. He looks real. I don't know how he looked at FanFest, but he looked phenomenal at practice. He looked he looked a little bit lighter and strong and quick as shit. He was burning everybody. Hefe, he middle. looked ex- exactly as you advertised. Okay, he looks amazing, man. And look really the ball, explosive, getting mm-hmm. through the line, disrupting the run, moving guys around, and Monte was there too. And yep. Hefe, I mean, and Spiro. So correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm seeing the wrong guy out there, but he no. looked amazing, man. Like mm-hmm. I really think 15. Sacks. And the dibs are just they no got me drooling. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. This is gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna remind you of the Tuck OC, the NASCAR. It's gonna remind you. It's, I swear, it's gonna remind you of that, man. And they play a Easy. three, four, four, three. Easy. They play. Like, I'm just excited. Forgive me. I'm jumping the gun. Yeah. Yes. Just I know. Excited. I love when he gets excited because he drops. <laughs> would you have crazy prediction? Would you have a protein shake, bro? Calm down. Calm down back there. <laughs> the guys, I'm working. I'm working here. I'm working. But is there anything else? Monty, what you got to say, Monty's trying to say Monty's something. I, something. I, I, yeah, yeah, what do you got? Yeah, I'm just, saying, saying, just saying what Cease was saying. I mean, I just don't think we're in a position to let great players walk. If he has a great season, then you keep him around. I know he's making a lot of money, but like you guys said, we have money to hang on to. If he has a good year and you don't see him as part of the long-term plans, then yeah, I mean, see if maybe even trades out there or something like that because you had a good enough year that maybe somebody's interested in. And if he's not, then, I mean, you can move on without with gaining more cap than you are getting dead cap. So, I mean, it's I mean, I'm rooting for him to have a great year. If he's a great piece, you want that on your team. So, I mean, that that's that's a good situation in my mind. Yeah, and, you know, they do have an out a, after next year. There's it's not a ton of dead cap. Um, I think only I mean, listen, eight mil is a lot of dead cap. But you know, if if they it, that's that's not it's doable. It's doable but when they have they ninety something in the right, right. But I just think after this year. It is, it is a free year. They get to run Barkley into the ground. They get to let DJ sling it as much right. as possible because it's free, right? Yeah. They they yeah. they either crush it and you win games and you look brilliant for winning games with how this ro- – like with no money, with how this roster is constructed. And then beyond that, next year they actually have flexibility. They bring in another seven or so draft picks that are their guys. So now you got 20-something guys that are yours, you know, close to that but with free agents stuff and they have a lot of like short-term deals with no money so next year there's yep. a lot of flexibility where they probably feel like next off season they can actually be like all right we can start to actually build our team how we want right. it yeah and i yeah. mean I, they tyra taylor is a two-year deal right so it's very possible they look to draft their guy and let tyrod start the season next year while that guy develops it's very mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. that i've said happening. that too at the beginning and i and i asked nate well who else i thought he's gonna give a little you know, a little more like, oh, well, we have Tyrod, but he absolutely hit the nail on the head there, LFA. Tyrod Taylor has that two-year deal where he can still be that bridge quarterback. There's a reason Jones doesn't deal. work out. They got you know what I mean? Absolutely. absolutely. So they, I think they have an idea who they want in the draft, per se, if things was to hit the fan, right? And then I think they, they have Tyrod to bridge that to find that quarterback that they're looking for. I think the Giants are in a great position. Like I said, if, if C says, Daniel Jones lights it up, and the only way he'll get another contract, I think, is MVP-level type performance, right? <laughs> well, he's out of this freaking world, right? But I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be a giant next year. And I'm not saying that to poo-poo on a guy. It's just the, I, I think he got to do a lot. You know what I mean? But Tyrod Taylor is going to be that guy to bridge the next guy coming in, man. And mm-hmm. I, I just hope, man, it works in our favor, for sure. I, but you, got, you guys got anything else before? I, one last thing. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it, with the Darius Slayton thing, right? He was a fifth rounder, right? 
And you guys all remember Victor Cruz, undrafted free agent. Never you guys, you guys knew <laughs> when he hit, when he hit that first preseason game. You guys are like, okay, this kid. He's can different. Play. He's different. He's different. He can Drooling. play. Yes. Darius yeah. Slayton just reminds me of just another wide receiver in the league. Just like Daniel mm. Jones reminds me of just another backup quarterback that, you know, will wind up making, you know, 30 to $40 million as a backup. He'll have a good career. Yeah, he'll, have, he'll bounce around for the next t- 10 years being a backup. You know, And I, I love John Fenley's quote. You don't go to Duke to draft football players. You get <laughs> basketball <laughs> players from Duke. <laughs> That was amazing, man. Hundred percent. That was amazing. There was no there was no BS about John Fennelly, man. None. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) Shoot him up, no chaser. But uh, thank you guys so much for joining us, man. I appreciate. Yeah, we appreciate you guys, man. Guys, we will go follow Monty. Go follow C's. Yes. 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 Yes, Please, man. Please. Hey, well, we appreciate all you guys for hanging around. We had some a good, uh, good crew hanging out with us today we love hey listen don't be afraid to give it give us a call and jump in uh, chat you know make some make some calls get in here voice your opinion tell us a, a different bring a different topic if you want this is just food for thought for next next uh we, episode, we haven't right? we haven't done this in a minute and uh yeah. it was good to, was to nice. open up the lines like that i like that that's that what good. that's what we need to be doing i like that 100%. So guys, you know we we got future guests coming up, man. Thank you guys for getting Peter Schrager from uh, you know New York Revival, uh, mm-hmm. who will be on the show. We're working some dates out now, so thank you to the Giants community that helped us Love out. Me some yeah, some Love trades, me trades. man on there. So, Eli working man. his magic over there. No man, it's Revival working their magic. So guys, any last thoughts, man, before we wrap this up? Do your thing, Eli. Thank you. Um, hey, hey no, of go ahead. I'm looking forward to Thursday. That's all. That's all. We got a preseason game on Thursday, baby. Giants football. Oh, let's go. Spiro yeah. just reminded me for everybody that's into fantasy football because it's it's about Ooh. to be fantasy football draft yes, season. Yes. You're starting to do your mock drafts. You're thinking about what you want to do. Me and Spiro are hosting a fantasy centric show on Thursday afternoon. I think 2 p.m. We'll post about it, but we're gonna have a special guest. Steffi Smalls is coming on. Hey, hey Steffi, an expert in let's the go. industry. We're gonna, go. we're gonna, but we want to open up the phone line. So bring, bring your fan. We're stepping aside. For, we're gonna talk about Giants players, of course, but we're gonna um, step aside and have some fantasy conversations. So join the show. Bring your questions. Where your draft segment? Body. Yep, it's gonna be a weekly segment for you guys. I think All so. Right? So I think so. Let's try to make some money together. Let's try to make some money together. Let's win our leagues. Some freaking show. Vibes ain't gonna be part of that. They, you guys, these guys are the betting guys. So <laughs> we got bet. you. I don't we bet. got you. you guys. But guys. Please support that show. Definitely Thursday, 2 p.m. Shout out Steffi Smalls, man. We we got to cross yeah. paths, so I'll, 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 I'll kind of jump in before the show starts. So, But, hey. guys, um, great show as usual. Thank you guys for calling in. Thank you, John, for coming on from the Giants Wire. We do appreciate your time. And uh, on behalf of Mr. Glass Half Full, Spee, if you nasty now. And you nasty, yeah. You nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and on behalf of Mr. LFA, a.k.a. I was going to hope you finish it for me, man. Let's just try that. A.k.a. White Jersey. A.k.a. Blue Jersey. A.k.a. Damn it, Daniel. A.k.a. Just because it's Tuesday. That's why. <laughs> and we are New York Revival, where it's not just sports. It's entertainment. I'm your boy, Eli Rax, a.k.a. Vibes. Y'all have a great night. Bless. Let's go Mets.
One more yeah. time. You know what, honey? Daniel Jones is trash, and he's always going to be trash. Oh. <laughs> Still should have waited for Herbert. <laughs> we out.